Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. M. 11 to 1. Monday Motivation. Motivation. On LMFM. Let's face it, walking into school when you're a teenager can be pretty daunting. You feel eyes on you. You wonder, am I fitting in enough? Am I cool enough? Will I make friends? All these thoughts flash through your mind as you walk down those halls. Now, imagine you have a disability. One that means you walk a little funny. One that means you may eventually have to use a wheelchair. Now that hallway seems to close in on you, the eyes stare a little longer. My next guest found school extremely tough. He often felt so embarrassed about, embarrassed about his condition. He felt like a nobody. He was diagnosed with something called Duchenne muscular dystrophy, aged just three. It's a genetic disorder characterised by progressive muscle degeneration and weakness and the condition affects how he walks. He's experienced many setbacks throughout his life and has a lot of people tell him that he will never do things many of the rest of us take for granted. However, he refuses to believe these limiting beliefs and has embraced his condition and changed his mindset. Now he's hoping to inspire other people in similar circumstances through his amazing blog, Con's Wheels. I'm delighted to have the inspirational Connor McCauley from Mornington on 11 to 1 for Monday Motivation. How are you doing, Connor? I'm getting on good, yes, Nate, thanks. Thank you so much for joining me uh, on the show today. Now, take me back, because in 2005, you were diagnosed with something called Duchenne muscular dystrophy when you were just three and a half. Can you firstly tell us about this condition? Yeah, so pretty much the condition is, as you said, a muscle wasting condition. Over time, the muscles will waste. It starts off in the legs and then it progresses on to the upper body over time. Okay, so this is what what you were diagnosed with age just just three and a half, a massive thing, and it's a very very rare thing as well. So when did your parents suspect then that all was not well with yourself? Um, I was around seventeen months old, especially my mom. She suspected there wasn't something right with me. She thought um, at the start there was actually something wrong with my hip, so she just kept going to um, certain doctors and just saying, you know, I think there's something wrong with my um, kid here. Until then, I was three and a half. She finally got a blood test done and it showed my blood that I did have Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Yeah, because, I mean, a mother knows. You know what I mean? A mother knows. A mother has an instinct. And uh, an awful lot of the time, various people in the medical profession were saying that you were just lazy because you weren't walking properly and all that. Especially, I was um, relying on my twin, they said. They said because I had a twin that I was um, lazy and... You know, I would get her to do stuff for me. So they didn't really believe I had anything wrong. They believed that maybe I would just, you know, 
grow out of it. But then three and a half, you know, she finally got the blood taken and it was just that they found out it was that condition then. Absolutely. And I can't even imagine what your, your mom and dad and family went through. That must have been a devastating blow to your parents at that time. Yeah, I'd say it was. You know, I, I was too young. I don't remember. But, you know, I can just imagine. I, I think back and I can just imagine their feelings and thoughts at that period of time. It must have been very hard. Yeah, because, I mean, you have a twin sister, as you mentioned there. She did not inherit uh, this condition. You know, is it hard for you to watch her moving about so freely, not worrying about, you know, maybe sometimes having to use a wheelchair? Um, you know, me and my sister, twin sister, you know, we have a great relationship. We get on very well. Um, she helps me with stuff. I help her with stuff. But to be honest, it is very hard, you know, seeing her go to a place I can't and you know, especially getting a job. I've tried to get a job so many times and, you know, she can just walk in and try get one. It's just very tough in that sense of way. But we have a great relationship, so it makes it a bit easier. So you see uh, various employers, they're, they're not able to take in somebody with your needs as such. Is that what it is, do you think? Yeah, especially the buildings are not accessible, especially for the work I want to do, because I'm still young. I'm only 18, so it's just starting off a little bit a job, um, little jobs, so... It's just that type of thing. And even going out to certain places that aren't accessible, you know, I, I do still have a really, you know, great life. and I still do get out a lot, but I do different stuff that I can do instead of doing stuff I can't do, you know. Yeah, you sort of avoid d- different places and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, you've lived with this for a long time. Um, but when did you first become aware that you were different from other children? Like, can you pinpoint a moment when you started to notice the disability? I would say it was as early on as, you know, four or five, especially I was in an all-boys school, so uh, all the other lads would run around and stuff on the yard, and I would be there, and I, I sort of couldn't do that. And I was always afraid of people banging off me just because I couldn't really, you know, I didn't really have the strength to get up myself um, at that time, so off the ground. So it was just, like, very tough and very hard, especially with the chair. You know, I had the chair since I was five, so that was really my experience of that period of time. And, you know, for school, as you say, you know, the, the people are, the kids are running around in the yard, that kind of thing. I know from looking at your blog that you talk very much about the wheelchair in the corner of the classroom and you speak about it at that time because this is what your mindset was like as this kind of ominous object in the corner of the room. You were always aware of the wheelchair at school, weren't you? Yeah, I was always aware of it. You know, I got my first wheelchair when I was five. I had uh, little fish rims on it. So, you know, I thought that was pretty cool at that mm-hmm. age. Um, I had a, a blue chair with fish rims. And, you know, even when I was out with family, my cousins and stuff, you know, it would always be that type of thing of, you know, oh, Connor, get out so I can get in and have a go. So it was sort of funny in ways at that time. But it was, it was still hard, you know. Yeah, and I imagine it was really when, you know, you got to secondary school that this is when an awful lot of the feelings around yourself and I know you've gone through an awful lot of self-hate, Connor. really, with regards to your condition. Was was it really secondary school where this started to, to impact on you? Yeah, I think it was because, you know, in my primary school, all the lads knew about my condition. There was a day when I was in junior infants that they all got told where I wasn't there, of course. But I think that's why it was so hard. You know, I had to go from not telling anybody, everybody knew, to sort of having to tell everyone about my condition. And I wasn't ready for that. It was very tough. And, you know, I had good friends, but it was just as secondary school goes, you know, people make new friends. But I just couldn't accept my disability. So I didn't expect somebody else to you know, accept my disability if I told them. 
So it was a really hard time um, at that period of time. And especially because I was the first person with my condition in um, my secondary school. So it, was, it would have been hard for the school as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because as we mentioned, you know, it is it is so rare. But you, as as you mentioned there, you struggled mentally with this for a long, long time. You even started to isolate yourself a lot from friends, didn't you? Yeah, especially the, the first three years of secondary school. You know, I struggled so much. Um, I just was so afraid of, you know, if someone would hit off me or just a, like a little accident or something happening. So I often tried to protect myself, but it really did hurt me um, mentally. You know, I would come home from school. I, I wouldn't come out of my room. I would just sit there and listen to music and play my PlayStation. So, yeah, I, I did really isolate myself. And I, you know, I still have trust issues with people because I, I like it's so hard from that period of time to really, you know, move on from it. And it's hard to reflect on it very good in a good way. But you know, I've gotten a bit better at it, but it was, it was so, so tough. Oh, you definitely have gotten better. That is for sure. If anyone uh, checks out your Cons Wheels blog, you can, you can check that out. But what were you telling yourself during those dark times? Like what was going through your mind? What kind of things did that little inner voice say to you? You know, I didn't believe I had the condition anymore um, because I was doing so well um, compared to other people I seen the condition. Um I just didn't believe it. I believed that I was, you know, being lied to or something was happening. You know, it was a crazy time. I, I was thinking, I wasn't thinking straight at all. Um, so pretty much it was that type of thing. And it was just, oh, will someone accept me? Or will someone believe that I don't have this? Or like, are they all lying to me? It was all these different emotions going through my head. Yeah. And it's very easy to, to go into that mindset. Yeah. That That's for sure. And in 2007, because, you know, in 17, sorry, we have to mention as well that you're one of the very few people with this condition that can still walk. You, you yeah. know, you use the wheelchair, absolutely, but you can actually still walk. Again, defying many doctors and medical uh, professionals, um, I suppose, assumptions of, of you, Connor. But in 2017, you were pushing yourself a bit too much and you had a setback. Tell me about 2017. Yeah, so 2017 came. That was a very, very tough year to start 2017. You know, I was doing okay at the end of 2016, I thought, but I knew in myself that something was going to eventually crack. So it, it came down to that 2017. I was doing my junior cert, and all of a sudden it was like this big drop. It was like, you know, every single moment came back to me and all the all the all the lies I told people about my conditions was like that to make it not seem as you know bad as it is. Um, so yeah, twenty seventeen came. I in about I think it was around April of twenty seventeen. I ended up going to emergency counselling, and I went through went to that, and I started taking tablets to you know make my mood more into place and just mm-hmm. make me act you know normally because it, my feelings and thoughts were all over the place. I couldn't think straight, you know. Maybe I'd go to school and I'd, I'd try to think straight, but, you know, my family knew that I just wasn't right at all. And this is where counselling and everything else helped you. You also uh, suffered physically as well because this is when you broke your leg, isn't that right? Well, I broke my leg uh, in fourth year, actually. Okay. So I, was, I was a bit on the mend by then, but I still wasn't in a great place. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. just like a little click after that time. And it, it was very tough going um talking to new people and stuff because it was in, a new class in fourth year. And I had a really tough time then, but I was getting a bit better. But then when I broke my femur in February of 2018, actually, yeah, February 2018, 
I broke my femur. So that was very tough. I was going to a friend's house after school and, you know, it was one of my first days actually, you know, getting out and thinking, okay, you know, I can be friends with people and go out with them and stuff like that. And I fell and, you know, I was in the hospital then for four or five days and I couldn't even move out of bed. And, you know, all my emotions and feelings, you know, became all twisted in a way again because it was like, you know, start over from day one. Yeah, I know. And I can absolutely imagine the dark thoughts coming back in. But, you know, can you remember a light bulb moment then when you thought, okay, that's it. I'm going to stop this. I'm going to change all this around. I'm going to accept my condition and start living my life. You know, I think the leg break actually did um, cause that little light bulb moment. I think it took time after that, but slowly and gradually I was building towards, you know, getting to that light bulb moment. But especially yeah, with the, the leg break, I think it was because, you know, after that I was in, in the chair and I couldn't, I had a big cast on for about four or five months. I was doing intense physio every day and, you know, people come up to me and say, you know, oh, yeah, you're going to get out of this and stuff like that. In my mind, I was thinking, no, I'm not. But I think that was better for me because, you know, eventually I knew my legs were going to go and I, I just knew that I was going to be in the chair. So so you I accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what you are saying. You finally accepted that this was something that was going to happen to you. And it was this acceptance that led to you being able to move forward and, and ultimately to be happy like you are today. Um, you know, I follow you on Instagram, as you know, and uh, you have a great, great Instagram feed. And I'm struck by how active you are, you know, and as I posted a, a, an image of you on our Facebook page, you're at the gym, something people said you'd never do. Um, do you find people are surprised when they see your how full your life is? You know, I find some people are surprised. I think, though, you know, I think it's an old way to be thinking, oh, yeah, you know, a person with disability or a person in a wheelchair can't really live a fulfilling life. I, I think, you know, you know, do the stuff that you can do. Like, I go always in my chair out for little walks and stuff like that. And that's what I really do. But I feel like you can live a fulfilling life. You know, my family always treat me the same as, as my sisters. So I think it was always that as in, you know, get out, do, you know, do what you have to do. And it's always been sort of fun. And I think it's really fun just showing my life sort of on Instagram and just showing people, you know, you can be positive, you can, you know, live a fulfilling life if you have a disability. It's not the be all end all, you know, you're still you and it's only a bit of a part of you. It's not all of you. Oh, definitely. It definitely is. As you, uh, totally, as you say it there, you know, and this is why you started Con's Wheels to, yeah. to reach out to help other people in similar circumstances to you, you know, people who uh, might be feeling like you felt about their condition. Um, tell me about the blog, because it is amazing and there's so much positivity on there. It's going very well for you at the minute. Yeah, everything's going, you know, up and well. Um, my last blog post did very well. So I was very happy with them on my website. So you know, conswills.com, everyone check that out. But, um, <laughs> Do. <laughs> free advertisement. But um, no, um, yeah, it's gone really cool. Like I, I did two posts and they went well. You know, my first post was why I started Conswills. And the second post was just how I, as I said, mentally struggled with my condition. I, I just felt very lost and very sad and frustrated at a certain point in my life. But yeah, I, I've been doing a bit of blogs just to show people, you know, I want people to be, you know, I had nobody when I was younger to really look up to that was in sort of the same position. So I want people, you know, people with disabilities, people in wheelchairs, or even just people who have, you know, don't have a disability, just to look at the page and just see, you know, never give up, you know, never give up. It's it's not worth it in life. It's You just keep going, going, going. And, 
someday, I know it can be very tough, there can be very rough days, but that's life. That is, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. But you know, if you could go back in time, okay, you can't change anything about your life, but you can impart some words of wisdom to young Connor. Maybe young Connor who's starting, sorry, I should say younger Connor, okay, he's not like you're, he's only 18. Younger Connor, uh, starting secondary school, um, anxious about the wheelchair, anxious about the condition. Um, what sort of words of advice would you like that Connor to know? You know, I would like that, Connor, to know it's okay to be yourself. Um, People are going to have opinions on you no matter what. So I feel like that, Connor, just be yourself. You'll get on fine. You know, it's better being yourself than trying to just believe you don't have something uh, up with you. Like I did, I have my conditions. So it doesn't work out in the long run. You know, lies and stuff catch up to you. If you're saying to people, oh, I'm actually okay. Like there's nothing wrong with me. It'll it'll all catch up to you. And it's, it's very not worth it in the long run. So I just believe that, Connie, you know, live life, be yourself. Don't mind what people are saying about you. Just keep going. And you're young. You know, some people will understand, some people won't. And that's, you know, life, as I said, it's it can be very tough. But that, Connor, I just want to say, you know, be yourself and be positive and that's what I'd say to him. Yeah, and you'll get there. And you know what? So many messages uh, from my post last night. People call saying you're an inspiration, uh, a great young man. Connor, you have such determination. Uh, fair play to you, an inspiration to us all. Uh, great to see you doing so well. You are some man. I'm so proud to have to see all you've done. Um, determined as ever. Can't wait to listen in. Lots of people uh, saying uh, that uh, you're always quietly determined to achieve your goals. Best of luck, says somebody there as well on Facebook on and on I could go on and on here for you <laughs> Connor there's so many coming in listen I wish you all the best I know you're going to embark on a career in college I wish you all the very very best with that and thank you so so much for sharing your story with me today no worries all thanks planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.